apparently I'm now live, which is great news because it's 6.15 in the morning in Australia, or at least on the Eastern Standard. Sasha's looking over here like I'm insane. But Sasha, got to report, record a podcast every day as a review, as a recap, and I figured what better way to do it than go to live on Instagram. So, g'day everybody, still here at the media part of day one of the World Champs. It's only me and AA here, unsurprising, all the other journos are gone. It's just weak, aren't they? Anyway, hell of a first day here in Budapest. It's been hot, it's been humid, it's been interesting, we all smell. Uh, it is about 10 million steps to get up here, so I feel like we've been working just as hard as the athletes, uh, really. They probably won't appreciate that, but no, a hell of a first day here in Budapest. Um, the city is just amazing. It is so gorgeous here. It is probably one of the favorite, I guess, cities I've been to thus far in Europe, without a doubt. Um, stacks of Aussies on day number one as well, going for medals, trying to get through to semifinals, finals, everything in between. Um, started off pretty early this morning, or not quite as early as I guess uh, people suspected, although I feel like a bit of a prophecy because I messed up the timetable on my graphic. Uh, uh, so that is pretty exciting. So it turns out that graphic is correct. But yeah, there was meant to be thunderstorms this morning. And they did this full thing when we get to the walk. It's like, oh, thunderstorms coming, everybody. Get into shelter, get into shelter. Like, oh, it's, it's going to be hectic. I didn't see one single bit of lightning, first of all. Didn't hear any thunder. Not like, you know, when you're a kid and like you hear a little bit of thunder and you shit yourself and you go run in your house and get under your bed. I thought that's what was coming, but nowhere, nothing near it. Um, so it was actually... I personally think a bit of a waste of time for them to de- de- like delay everything two hours or the walk two hours and then the rest of the schedule an hour. But anyway, you know our walk is braved on through. Um, I mean, Declan Tingay, the highlight gets a new PB. He was eighth this morning. Um, probably did something that I haven't seen Deck do in a major race, and he has been in the sin bin um, his last two majors. But um, his closing two to three k was remarkable. Like, he was sitting definitely at the back of this pack that was trying to chase after uh, the Spaniard once he took the lead. And I feel like it's really easy to get overawed in that time because it's sort of like in the race walk particularly. It's not like you can just pick up your speed with ease. You've obviously got all the technical components of it as well. So just the way Deck sort of took over, took control of his situation and, and started to climb up to eighth, it's huge for him and his confidence. And Mr. Consistent wasn't too far away. Ridian Cowley, like, I feel like this man is not known by enough athletic fans um he is just the staple of consistency uh the man from victoria so very happy to claim him as our own but he was um he was amazing out there 100 percent this morning like he, he always starts a little bit further back and then similar to what we saw deck do he just absolutely came blistering down around hero square and uh it, it was quite remarkable also anyone's free to ask questions on here i know this is going to be a podcast so it'll be weird for people that listen to it but um for those that are on here now go nuts and then obviously Carl Swan as well he comes through for 40 so he was grit and grinding his way out there um, you know it was tough conditions it's wet it's slippery uh, started to heat up like once the sun sort of disappeared and that humidity amplified think about it you're doing 20 loops on a 1k track of the road like it's pretty hard yucca so um, the guys were amazing this morning incredibly proud and I know they were super proud of themselves which was awesome to see and from there like because everything had been sort of messed around had to try and get to the track, which is, I don't know how many kilometers away. It felt like a bloody marathon. But uh, there were two, well, a couple of options. I guess like a cab or I think there was a bus as well. Um, but I went straight for the Lime Scooter. And I'm telling you, it was Mitchie Ricardo out there. 
I was taking souls. I don't think I've ever moved faster in my life. It was like I was on a genuine motorbike. And it was true. It wasn't on the road either. I, I purposely went, I'm going on the footpath and I'm dodging Hungarians. Like I was making a serious point of it and uh, didn't hit anyone, didn't get in any collisions and I reckon broke the speed limit multiple times. It was quite impressive but got across. Unfortunately, I missed um, Matty Clark. Um, he came 12th in his heat, you know, a hard slog. I think he was right around the mark with 800 to go, and then it might have just been the heat or or the moment. I'm not sure, but um, he's had a long summer, Clarky. Like he's he's really put his his left foot in front of his right pretty well through most of Europe, and I think um, yeah, he'd be you know maybe disappointed in that. I haven't spoken to him, but he has nothing to be disappointed about. Like you're at a World Championships, and I always think that coming here, like. There's no loser at a world championships. There's no real like negative outside of what the athlete's expectation is. Like whatever you come here, you're still that ranked in the world. So that that's easy for me to say as a spectator. I know, but um, yeah, I mean, Clarky comes 12th in his heat, and then we move on to the women's 1500. You know, the golden era of middle distance. I'm calling it. I don't. Ca- I know I'm gonna piss off old heads with that and I'm sorry I'm not disrespecting any of the past and how amazing that we've obviously been in middle distance but you can't tell me when we have four records from four women in three weeks that we're not in a golden era of something so um, I'm just going to put that out there Um, all the older generation people come at me but uh, Ella Connolly oh now you now you want to be in it I'm going to roast Ella Connolly before I let her in here Ella Connolly stitched me up in Malta and I said, yeah, or oh, Italy, somewhere in Europe. She's like, yeah, I'll follow, I'll get on, I'll get on the live, it's going to be so good. Didn't even follow me, first of all. I think I had to beg Ella to follow this. And then, no, you know what, I'm going to get her on. Oh, she's gone. Okay. That's soft, Ella. Um, still love Ella, though. One of my favorite people in athletics. I just had to get that in there. Um, big time on shovels. But anyway, so... The women's 1500, all three get through. I mean, if you were betting your house on anything, you were probably going to bet it on that. Um, Abby comes through for fifth in her heat, Lyndon sixth, Jess second. All get through, all in those automatic times, which as a spectator, I find quite entertaining that six and that's it. There's no little cues anymore. So it really makes people race. In saying that, one of those 1500 meter heats was ungodly slow and they had no interest in picking it up. And they just left it for a kick, which I... Oh, no, that was the men's. Sorry, all the women's were fast. One of the men's heats was just ridiculously slow, and they left it for a kick, and a lot of them got spanked. So I don't know why on earth with six through automatically you would leave it for a kick when there's a hell of a lot of blokes that can probably kick better than you. But anyway, the women were phenomenal. Uh, I mean, what what else can you say about them? They're phenomenal. I mean, I, I really think we're going to have three women in the final. Um, I don't see why we can't based off today either like they're running 401s and 403 to get through to just a semi-final of the world champs like the the standard of running at the moment in the world is off its chops and the Aussie women are right at that standard if not setting it at these major championships which is like which is so amazing to see and they're just three great women um, obviously women in sports being given a headline like it so deserves with the Matildas and I really think in Budapest we can really capitalise on, on keeping that momentum going like it's fucking go off Queens the Queens are out and they're killing it so the women's 1500 was 
was pretty special. Oh, that golf queen's going to come back and bite me in the ass. I feel like it's going to get clipped somewhere. Um, yas queen. Go queens. Anyway, uh, moving on to another set of queens, the women's long jump. Obviously, Brooke Bushkull, Sam Dale. Um, unfortunately, don't go through to the final. Um, you know, you'll never find a better person in athletics, I don't think, than Brooke. Uh, and, you know, her whole family and obviously her husband, Nath, was here. And, um, you know, so I think she was only six centimeters off the qualifier so just missed it but um yeah i i think it's still something to be proud of i know obviously it will take some time to sort of process and all that sort of stuff naturally but um brooke's such a great competitor such a, a beautiful person and same as sam like they're both great competitors and great role models in i guess athletics so unfortunately they missed the final this time but i mean paris is a year away tokyo is two years away there's plenty more momentum and plenty more things to come so um unfortunately we don't see the women go through to the long jump final but um yeah we'll see plenty of brooke and sam in the future so i have absolutely no doubt they're going to bounce back hard the men's 1500 was following up this afternoon um first cup off the rank after the opening ceremony which i couldn't hear a word of I don't know what was going on with the speaker system. I get that the woman was speaking Hungarian, so I wasn't meant to understand it, but it was like they were talking to me from bloody Spain. I couldn't hear a word of it in the speakers, but um, cool ceremony. I mean, they had the mascot running the 100, which I hope he's in the Meteor 800, to be honest, because that's a body I can definitely beat across the line. If I can't beat the mascot, I'm not well. But uh, anyway, got through that, and then the men's 1500, pretty interesting stuff. Um, Matty Ramson, he obviously gets in on the roll down. Um, you know, put himself in, I think, the right positions. He was looking like at the point where he got tripped, and there were two blokes in front of him that just took an absolute beating to the track. I reckon one of them was bleeding from his nose or his face somewhere, but um, unfortunately, Rambo's steepling skills aren't that great, and he got caught up in it. And, uh, you know, he finished off. He got up right away and finished it off, and um, he, yeah, now advances through to the semi final on referral. They put him through. Um, which is huge. So Ramson now gets through to a semi-final. Um, it's massive news for him, and obviously now he gets another chance to try and get through to that final. So it's pretty sick that we have two men going through. Obviously, um, you know, Stewie misses out, unfortunately. Like, ran brave, ran at the front, did the typical Stewie McSween racing. You know exactly where he's going to be, uh, right at the front, pushing pushing the pace and pushing the envelope, but unfortunately just got swallowed in that last 100. And, um, you know, it's sad that Stewie won't progress through, but again, like, he's got such a, a good resume. We'll see plenty more of Stewie. And Adam Spencer, Spenno, the the truth they're calling him around the track. I heard the little whispers. They went, oh, it's the truth, it's the truth. Don't worry about Alan Iverson. It's all about Adam Spencer. Like, mate, he put some world-class athletes to the sword out there. He looked like he was a natural. He looks like he's going to the final. I'm just going to put it out there. And you never seen a bloke with a happier look wearing globe socks. Big shout-out to Lockie Morehouse for pointing that one out to me. He had them on today. He does. He literally, I remember Locke said to me, he's like, doesn't go anywhere without those globe socks. He doesn't because he's right here in the heats of the 1500 wearing the globe socks. So um, Spenno gets through. You know, he was just stoked in down the bottom. I wanted to film him. I wanted to get him on film but I got told off downstairs because I don't have the right pass or something so I'll change that tomorrow but and then about 10 minutes went by and I wasn't interested in that so then I started filming again but um, yeah great to have uh, Spencer through I think the only collegian to get through as well out of the semi-finals oh sorry out of the heats into the semi-finals so that's a big plus it's always good to have 
uh, college bragging rights, I feel like. So Spenno's got him in spades now. He's dropping a 331. He's making the semifinals. He's signing autographs, kissing babies. He's doing everything around here now, Spenno. He's he's about to become the most popular name in, in Australian uh, naming of the kids. 6.30 a.m. and now it's bedtime. Yeah, he's been up and about. I was about to say, it's going to be an interesting crew up at 6.30 in the morning on a Sunday. You're either coming home from a night out or... You've um, you've gone to bed early, or you've watched the whole of the afternoon session of the World Athletics Champs. If anyone's coming home from a night out, please let me know. Um, that would be amazing. Or if you've all stayed up and gone through, um, hats off to you. The men's hundred that was coming up next. Uh, DoorDash Doran. Um, you know the cool thing about Jake, I reckon, is just that if uh, <laughs> I washed the hat, I have washed it. I've washed the hat before coming to Budapest because it wasn't in good areas, as you would know, uh, when we uh, when we got out of, of London. But uh, I have washed it. It stinks already, though. So, yeah, I'm going to have to wash it every day, I think. But unsurprisingly, my hostel doesn't have a washing machine. So I'm going to be roaming Budapest for a washing machine at this rate. Um, but the men's 100, Jake Doran. I reckon Jake's story to me is sick because he's probably a guy who wanted to be and he is a guy who wanted to be in better shape coming to these majors um and anytime you're dealing with a niggle or some form of injury or you know something that's not letting you run at 100 percent capacity it's very easy for it to weigh on your mind and you see a lot of athletes opt not to come and just go oh no i'll focus on the next one but um mad props to jake and a lot of respect he just went nah this is my chance to run in the green and gold i'm going to grit it out i'm going to get to that finish line i'm going to give it everything he runs a 10.48 he comes seventh in his heat um you know, on paper, you might look at it and be like, oh, yeah, seventh in the heat. Like, that's okay. But I think given the fact that he, he hasn't been at 100% and he's been training as best he can and recovering and getting through races in Europe and, and doing everything he can to get to this start line, I just have ultimate respect for that. Because I think we're in a little bit of an era where, obviously, you need to take care of yourself and you need to, you know, make sure your body's right and all that sort of stuff. I completely agree with that. I'm not saying that you shouldn't. But I think sometimes, um, like, people are just sort of opting out and, and maybe could keep going. I, I don't really know, but the fact that Jake, yeah, put himself on that start line, and I, I think it's like a, um, what's the, I can't even think of the word right now, but I, I think it was really awesome. And uh, if you go and listen to his interview on here, I think you get a lot from it. So love the DoorDash, man. Um, the fastest debutant to ever come back to two world champs. If you don't know what that is, I literally put on the post, for everyone who qualified, I was like, Jack Doran, debutant. And he's like, yeah, mate, uh, I ran last year. <laughs> and uh, that was one of 19 errors I made in the posts leading up to this. And so now I've decided to take the piss out of myself and say that he's the fastest debutant to ever go to two world champs. So congratulations to Jakey boy. He's making history. Um, and an absolute beautiful soul. So we love that from Jake. Uh, and then obviously Rowan, I thought he won. I was up and about. I thought the flying mullet had come through and taken a gold in the heats. Uh, and in the interview, I do say, great to be on the winner's list again. And he says, well, I came second, so I'm not actually on the winner's list. But um, just looked in ultimate control. And I get a lot of messages on here of people asking me, like, I would know what Rowan's uh, schedule is. But uh, I don't. And obviously, the fact of the matter is that um, he's raced bits and pieces across Europe. Um, he obviously hasn't raced as much as what you've seen other people, but that works for him, clearly. I mean, he's come out here and he's absolutely decimated his heat for second. Again, thought he was first. Um, but there's a lot of people who want to get in this live video. 
Let me get through everything first, and then I'll, I'll chuck some people in here. Otherwise, it's going to get rogue. Um, but super great for um, <laughs> super great for Rowan, um, class guy, great for the sport, and uh, good to see him get through to a semi final. We haven't seen a semi finalist. I'm trying to think now back on my history. Yeah, we haven't seen a semi finalist in a long, long, long time. Um, so it's awesome to have. Yeah, Rowan through there and and on his way. Um, the men's triple, Julian. You know, he gave it everything out there. Um, unfortunately, just didn't get a mark on the board, so he won't um, he won't be making it through to the final. But I mean, he's had a hell of a year in Europe. He's he's been involved in a lot of quality competitions. Um, you know, he's still a sixteen sixty six guy. He's a world class competitor. Just unfortunately, um, had his toe a little bit over the board, so and didn't get one out there in the heats. But he'll be back again. You know, like anyone who doesn't quite get through to the next round. Um, they're all going to be back. Paris is soon. Tokyo soon. So, um, yeah, hopefully Julian um, is doing okay, and you know he'll be uh, he'll be back. So we love the great man. Uh, and the last one, the men's discus, Matty Denny. I'll tell you what, I was up here about to throw up watching Denny. God, he had me stressed out of my bloody mind. He's uh, he's put his little toe over the line in the second round, and then uh, in the third round he had to throw sixty four or more. I think to get through and he's thrown 64-29 and gets through but um, you know it was it's always great talking to Matt because he's very honest with you and he won't beat around the bush he's just straight up yep bit disappointed move on to the next one um, and this is his fifth fourth or fifth world champs um, you know he's a seasoned competitor so he'll uh, bounce back the first part of the job is done you, you've got to be into the final to win it and now he's there it's a whole clean slate. Hopefully he gets another six and he can get out there and do something pretty elite and pretty special. So, yeah, it, it was a cracking day. Like, just getting around everywhere, I guess, and obviously that walk sort of... Um, oh, it's people asking about Femke. Yeah, so that was really sad. I'm not going to lie. So the mixed 4x400 um, comes down the last 50 metres. It's the Netherlands versus uh, the US and Femke's edging just a little bit ahead and then five metres to go loses the balance and unfortunately falls over and takes a bit of a nasty face plan actually um, which is always sad to see athletes it's like Safan Hassan did the same thing um, fell over in the women's 10k goes without a medal um, but big shout out and I don't know who it was it was, the, it was one of the British athletes in that 10k um, the only woman to wait at the finish line for the last competitor I'm a huge believer in that that always gets me like not I, not teary or choked up but it makes me feel emotional because it's so like you don't have to do that no one is expecting you to do that and anytime an athlete does that I'm always like I feel like I'm channeling like my grandmother because <laughs> I feel like she was always a really emotional um, athletic fan and that always gets me so I feel like I'm channeling my grandma whenever that happens but um yeah, unfortunate to see two go over. Um, but, you know, I guess that's athletics. Like, they're, they're literally putting it all on the line and doing everything they can to get to that finish line. So it was, um, yeah, heartbreaking to see. But, um, you know, some questionable celebrations going on. I, I thought I'll leave it at that, sort of. But, um, yeah, I, I'm not sure if they got up for a medal or not. I didn't see the end of it. But, uh, 
yeah, heartbreaking for Femke. Hopefully she's okay. Um, obviously she's got to contest the 400 hurdles. No Sydney, so she's a great chance to, to get that world championship. But, um, yeah, hard to see. So, yeah, a cracking first day. We've got heaps coming up tomorrow as well. Obviously the women's 20K walk goes off. Jemima, a huge chance for a medal there. And if he can get through... You know, Rowan hopefully in a men's 100-meter final tomorrow night, our time, which would be early morning, your time. So, look, fingers crossed we're seeing two gold medal potential um, races and performances. But, um, yeah, it's just, it is surreal to be sitting here 100%. Like, I don't take for granted at all, you know, wearing this media pass. Like, last year, I was hanging over a fence, um, scabbing some tickets. My parents helped me get tickets to Eugene, um you know I had no media accreditation I was just going out on a whim um, so to be here now and, and to have media accreditation thanks to you know Sash and the crew um, yeah it's really special so it's awesome to be here there's what eight more days of competition you know this is only day one <laughs> there's so much to go um, as I said I'll tell you what we got we got the media 800 Tuesday I said that um, I think everyone's actually coming to the media 800 I think they're actually cancelling Tuesday afternoon session they're just they're just putting on for the media 800 if you, you those betting odds aren't real by the way for all my mates that are messaging me asking how they can load up it's not real it's just I swear to god it's just on social media um, but, you know, I'll send you my bank details and you can load up on me and I'll just pay you out if I don't win. But, uh, look, I'm pretty confident. Sidious boys probably won't listen to this. I've seen Kyle. I've seen Chris down there. Uh, yeah, they look, they look fit. They look, they look fit. But do they, have that, do they have the heart? Do they have the hustle? I don't think so. I don't think so. So I'm, I'm excited for that on Tuesday. But, nah, heaps more going on. Who keeps... Who is this? Oh, they got disqualified. Damn, that sucks. Oh, because it fell out of her hand. Oh, Zach and Newman wants to join. Yeah, I bloody love Zach and Newman. Yeah, bloody get him in here. Uh, I'm trying to get Zach Newman in here, but my phone... My phone isn't letting me for some reason. Oh. Oh, it's... Betty was in here. Well, bloody... Anyway, I think Zach is going to jump in here with me to, to round out uh, the first recap and the first podcast. But I'm really not sure if he's jumping in. So anyway, it's been an awesome day. If you have any questions, try and get him in here the next 30 seconds to a minute. Otherwise, I'm going to sign off, head back to the hostel, um, be up bright and early. Um, I think I definitely broke a lot of world athletic rules today. So I've really got to tighten up on that. Uh, I don't think I'm actually allowed to post any videos on my story. In fact, I know I'm not allowed to post any videos on my story. But I ran the gauntlet anyway, and I don't want to get banned. <laughs> I probably won't do that the rest of the competition. But hopefully you guys have been enjoying it. Um, I think I've been rambling for long enough now. So big love, big thank you. Um, massive shout-out as well to LSKD. Uh, one of the best clothing brands in Australia, if not the best up-and-coming up clothing brand in Australia. I don't have it on right now, but later in the, the championships, I will. Uh, a great crew. Obviously, they have Bree Masters and a stack of Aussie athletes. Um, if you're going to buy anything, buy LSKD because you're silly not to. The, the gear is actually unbelievable. So big shout-out to them um, and also to Superboost, Australia's next uh, high-performance drink of the future. Great lads there at Super Boost as well. So big love. Also, um, Oat Running, Ernie Old, 
everybody else who's jumped on to support this. So big love. Barb's tattoos. You can still get yourself. I know you can't. Entries are done. You can't win a tattoo anymore. Bad luck, anyone who wanted a tattoo. Um, big love. I'll see you tomorrow. Day number two. I'm excited. Farewell.